Hello and welcome to another Random Wrestling Review bonus episode. I'm, I'm trying to find a name for the episodes where we cover stuff that's contemporary. How about RWR Now? Well, I've actually thought about RWR Now. Ah, I think, I think maybe we'll do that. I think maybe we'll do that. Yeah. I have been thinking about calling it that. So, yeah, yeah all right. This, this, this isn't going to be the first one, though, because I'll retrospectively go back and edit the names of the other episodes that were contemporary stuff. And contemporary, in a sense, I want to talk about WWE and A from a British perspective because Steve and I listened to your review of Forbidden Door funnily enough it took me took me about six days to decide I wasn't going to watch it like after it happened and I was like no I can't I can't be bothered it's, I can't bother to pay for it I'm not going to watch it I haven't got time for that I'll just listen to what Stephen said about it that's much more interesting and one of the things you brought up was what are AEW serving up for All In especially given that it's a week I believe before the All Out pay-per-view that's yes. in America so I want to talk about that I also want to talk about what came after in the Money in the Bank show that was in the UK recently with John Cena specifically talking about Wrestlemania in the UK and then one another thing which might probably come under the, the wrestlemania in the uk thing topic itself so let's talk about that first of all wrestlemania in the uk don't want you to tell me whether you want it to happen i just want to tell want you to tell me whether you think there's any chance it will happen and if that chance is bigger now because it was addressed on wwe television for me i don't think there's ever i don't think there's ever been a chance up to this point and i think this is the best chance that we've ever had i think that the AEW ticket sales at Wembley have not gone unnoticed by people in WWE, absolutely. And I think there's a want to do it now. And I think that they, they've established that these sort of, what, three o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon shows in America work on Peacock. They're very happy to have that. There's no, re- WrestleMania used to be an afternoon thing back in the day anyway. So all of that pay-per-view stuff is gone. And I think it's it comes down to money. Cardiff got Clash at the Castle because they paid, uh, you know, whoever it is, the Welsh Tourist Board or whatever. And if London, whoever it is, I don't know what body it would be, whether it's the government, whether it's London Tourist Board, if they pay a site fee to rest for WrestleMania, we'll get WrestleMania in 2025. I, I'm as positive as positive can be. And my understanding of it, of the whole Cena thing, was that that's exactly what that was about. That was about putting out there, we want to come to London. Now give us something. An interesting thing I heard is that London apparently is the most visited city. In, you've heard the same thing. What was our source for that, Matthew I Roberts? I wonder what we listened to. I wonder what we listened to. Yeah, London's the most visited tourist city in, in, in Europe. So it actually doesn't need it. But it would be, I think it's time. If it's ever, if, if it's ever going to happen, Wembley, mid-April, let's let's come on down and let's let's get it. Because we deserve it. We deserve it. We've been starved for years. That, that AEW show, when they announce some matches that is going to be the legit most if you i'm i dispute the wrestlemania 3 Meltzer number actually a bit but if you believe the Meltzer number that's going to be the most the biggest paid for wrestling show in history it's going to be in london for an aew show with no lineup no tv deals no tv details not even announced on pay-per-view and we're going to do it and they'll sell Wembley they'll sell Wembley out two nights with massive ticket prices to WrestleMania and it'll be phenomenal so yeah bring it come on down before I get your um answers to that question Matt I have a quite significant moral objection to London paying WWE any money to bring WrestleMania and I'm somebody who wants WrestleMania in the UK but I'm like there's no way government or anybody local government or any kind of council should be paying WWE anything for this they will make such a ton of money there's absolutely no reason why they should be paid to also just bring it here especially when they're doing two nights especially if it's going to be Wembley or somewhere and they make 60,000 people a night the ticket price is going to be out this world money in the bank was the biggest 
grossing live event in WWE's history or something stupid. You know, the merch they'll sell, all that, all hands down. No, London, UK shouldn't pay anything to WWE to get them here. I know that Cardiff did. I don't think they should have done either. And as you said, London doesn't need it. It's already, it's got a much better bargaining position than Cardiff, put it that way. For what it's worth, I don't want them to do that. The only thing I would say is I don't know what Cardiff paid, but they must have made that back in terms of hotel. You know, those hotels wouldn't, there's an argument that London hotels would be very busy anyway. But I do do genuinely believe if you've got, and I think they'll sell out 90,000 people traveling into London. And what would that be in terms of a travel? You get probably 35 40,000 people minimum maybe more actually Matt what do you think in terms of traveling out out from outside of London outside the UK hotels meals souvenirs etc all the tourist stuff in London they'd make if they get if they I don't know what the, the figures are if they gave some of the role WrestleManias like 80 million dollars worth of economic in- impact to the whole city wasn't it so they'd give them a five, five I don't know what it would be a couple of million quid they'll make that back yeah maybe I just I just find it morally objective I know I what you mean like, there's a thing in America where all the major leagues sports teams basically get their stadiums paid for them by the state because they desperately want the teams to stay yeah but i just think you're these they're the owners of those teams are making millions and millions of dollars from those teams as well because most american sports teams are actually properly solvent and <laughs> and self-sustaining and make actually make a profit unlike most english football teams and i, I just think it's an absolute disgrace so that's that's the bit that rankles with me but anyway matt what what do you think do i want it to happen fuck yeah i want it to happen that's that's the first initial response um i I was sat in my living room watching money the bank and and when i had a funny feeling when cena came out and when he started to say what he was saying i was like jesus christ they're about to say wrestlemania is thinking of london and and i literally was losing my collective shit while watching it so i i I do like the idea of them potentially doing it so let's put that out there will it happen now this is where it gets interesting because, I mean, let's face it, there's no coincidence that, you know, this announcement was done before All In has even happened and, you know, tickets are still on sale, you know. Funny the coincidence, you know, in terms of the timing. It's so, uh, you know, a one-upsmanship on them that it's ridiculous. But, all right, okay, whatever. With the guess, like I said, what I find that the guess interesting is that I think they've let the cat out of the bag too soon because I can't remember the time scales, but I'm sure they've, well, they've obviously got it booked for the next, two maybe manias maybe three perhaps something like that it's 2025 booked i, I thought 25 25 it's, not, it's like 20. not been announced so there right. has been rumors that the wrestlemania 41 will be in minneapolis but it's not been confirmed okay yeah then in that case then i think they almost have to go with london because they've they've really shot themselves in the foot otherwise i mean in terms of, of fan loyalty you you can't you I just yeah for me that's just that's too cruel you can't dangle that (laughs) carrot like that and then you know say well we're not going to do it now or it doesn't happen for years it's honestly I think that the potential backlash to that could could be bad for them so I I I generally think that the fact that they've said it they kind of have to go through with it over the next couple of years I I do think that yes now is probably the best time for them to do it you know like you said with the network and the afternoon shows in America that I think that for wrestling I I think that as a one-off every now and again, I think that works fine. It, it is an interesting angle in terms 
terms of whether or not London will potentially pay them. At, at the end of the day, I mean, I hope that's not going to end up being a sticking point. I, I think if that is a sticking point, I think they should just bite the bullet and do it anyway. Because, you know, like we said, the, the you know, the, the economic impact that WrestleMania will bring. And I, I, I literally just sort of sat thinking about this the other day. And not, not just WrestleMania. I was thinking, oh, like, how cool it would be. Things like, uh, you know, like like when I went for Mania weekend, I saw Bloodsport. I was like, oh, where could they put that on in London? That, that'd be great to go see that somewhere. You know, the, 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 the conventions they do. I was like, oh, if that was in like... I don't know, Wembley Arena or something like that. That'd be awesome as well. And all these different things that, that they could do. I mean, it would be amazing. But like I said, I, I do think if they're going to go with it, then yeah, if 2025 is the next available option, you know, to to not piss off the entirety of the UK fan base, I think that's the date they, they should go with. Well, I think I wonder whether or not they could get away with going, because the Minnesota thing was rumoured as early as January this year. So they could be in quite advanced stages with a negotiation now, I don't know. But they could, at WrestleMania 40 next year, potentially announce the next two locations yeah. for WrestleMania and then get away with doing it in 2026, which would, would still placate everybody, but mean you'd have to wait another couple of years for it. So I could see that being a possibility. It has to be something that they've considered, right? Because they, there's no way they'd have mentioned it on television. I don't mm. care about the one-upsmanship with AEW ultimately. They are not the kind of people that would mention this just randomly just to do that, I don't think. Because it, it is about brand loyalty. It is about delivering on your promises and AEW ultimately have delivered in terms of bringing a major show to the UK at Wembley Stadium so WWE looks more time by comparison if they can't deliver ultimately so I don't I think by the fact you know we've heard so many people ask Triple H Vince McMahon in the past you know journalists asking you know will WrestleMania ever come to, to the UK and they've kind of given stock answers to that but you've never felt like there was even a chance a hint of a possibility but Stephen what you said about the 2pm time in america is is absolutely right and i think because it's on the network as well it doesn't it doesn't matter so much if it was a pay-per-view and they were concerned that in america they might lose out on pay-per-view buys as a consequence of it being in the afternoon then they might go oh, not so sure but because it's not pay-per-views anymore because it's on peacock or on the network anywhere in the world you don't have that issue really it doesn't matter what type it's on it's available to you so you you know if you're if you're american and you don't want to miss wrestlemania you just tune in it's there it's ready for you to go so it's not a big problem the other thing is that they've clued in on is that there's a way to do WrestleMania even earlier than it was you know money in the bank because obviously you could have it so that America get it in the morning and we and, and we get it in the afternoon at some point and the benefit to that is as well is that you know in, in Asia it would still be a, a sociable time to, ha- to be able to watch it there too so you've basically got the entire globe able to watch yeah. this event it's the strength of the Premier League ultimately that's sort of been a massive boon to them over nearly every other professional sports league the two major things that, that have helped them become the biggest you know television rights selling thing in the world is that first of all it's english language and it's pretty much universally spoken english even you know in in most you know anywhere in the world uh, even as a second language and secondly the time you can literally watch because of the because of the positioning of the uk in the in the world you can literally make it so that in the morning americans are able to watch at a sociable time and in the evening east eastern nations can if you put it on sort of middle of the day in the uk so you know that's another real strength of the uk um and it brings me to the point i didn't bring up at the start of the show but it's the fact that i feel like wwe have become this year truly international in terms of their the way they're operating we've seen the pay-per-views first of all we obviously had elimination chamber in canada then we have wrestlemania
Spain in America, but then we've had Puerto Rico, we've had Saudi Arabia and now London. They are almost like they're giving shows to different international locations. And I think that might increase in future years. You know, I think that maybe in a couple of years time, you'll be getting a show potentially in Japan as one of their major shows, or you'll get a show in Germany as one of their major shows, especially if they can guarantee that they'll get the kinds of crowds and the kinds of money that they got from Money in the Bank. Why wouldn't they? It makes perfect sense now. And not only that, but it makes their ability to have Rumble, WrestleMania and SummerSlam in a major stadium, all three of them in America, absolutely possible, especially when you've mm. got two nights of WrestleMania. It makes it much more easy because they're not getting so many, so many pay-per-views all the time. So they've really now become a kind of international concern more than they ever have done. You look at their roster as well. Their roster is really international. Like There's lots of different nations that are represented in a way they've never had before. Uh, I think it's just fascinating the way that that's kind of changed that operation within the WWE just in the last year or so, really. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, AEW, All Out, All In, sorry, at Wembley, with All Out just a week later... Stephen, you kind of hit, you said, you kind of touched upon it on your show, the Forbidden Door review. What chance is it that this is going to be a bit of a letdown in terms of the lineup? Because two pay-per-views in a week, one of which will be in their primary market. I believe it's in Chicago as well. They've already sold stupid amounts of tickets without announcing a match, without announcing anything about it. I mean, what's what incentive is there for them to put on a big show, a meaningful show? Now, this might even create some debate in itself, what is meaningful, but... You know, for me, it wouldn't be a shock if they chucked out 10 matches, all of which were involving good wrestlers. And perhaps they have someone like, I don't know, Punk versus, I don't know, bloody John Moxley, let's say, in a, in a, in a, in a main event match. But there's not necessarily mean it'll have any consequence to anything or have any reason to happen. And I wonder whether there's a concern there that that might happen. There's a massive concern for me. And I think that we're not quite there yet in terms of AEW TV to start building to it because they have this kind of interim period because the big gaps in the, with the pay-per-views they're kind of building stuff for the television for a few weeks albeit obviously Cole and MJF is is a thing they're building to but in a in a kind of unique way yeah I, I've, got, I've got a big concern with that and I think when they announce what they're doing broadcast wise I may feel better or worse about it if this is a live special on ITV4 which I think is a possibility but I've heard I mean, I'm, I'm guessing at that. I've heard, no, you know, maybe Dave Meltzer said this, I don't know. But that feels to me like it could make sense. A Wembley Stadium show, 7 o'clock on a Sunday night or 8 o'clock. What time does it start, Matt? 6.30, 7 o'clock? Something like that. It's earlier, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 6.30, say. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. TV special, massive audience in the UK. I think it, I think it would get, you know, if there's a wrestling show at Wembley Stadium on ITV4 live, I think you're getting, I think the old casuals might even flick through the channel and have a look at that. But if it's Fight TV and it's 10 quid and it's on, I don't know, TNT Plus or whatever, some weird random streaming thing in the States, I think we're going to be screwed over. And I think that it will all, all roads will lead to all out. I said on my show about Omega and Osprey, my, I had a really weird mindset going into that because I was more thinking about how do you get to the third match than I was enjoying the match in the moment. And they didn't get to the third match. They paid off the feud. That And, and I think, Matt, I'm sure you've listened to all the things that I've listened to with the same person who's, who's been pumping up this event since the start. This is the biggest thing AEW. This is the biggest AEW show ever. They've got to throw everything at it. They've got to throw everything at it. And I don't believe they're going to throw everything at it. And I'm a bit concerned. Of, I'm sure it'll be great fun and a really historic night. But at the moment, I'm worried about what they're going to do on the show. I do share some of those concerns. They're having another pay-per-view about a week later. That's, that's such a bad idea. Because 
there's just there's just no way. I mean, it, by having two sort of quote unquote major shows that close together, something's got to give. One of them is going to have to feel less important, surely. I do not, you know, by any stretch, that shouldn't be us. I don't think that it should be. But by by the fact that they've, in some ways, they've already set, you know, records and, you know, got all the ticket sales for it. The way that I feel the Wembley show should be booked, you know, it, there's no doubt, you know, it is the biggest show they at least up until this point will ever do um may, maybe ever who knows this is the time to have your kenny omega cm punk type you know if that's going to be your big go-to that's the time to do it and pull the trigger S- something tells me we're going to be looking and, and not to you know disrespect t- tag teams or anything like that but something tells me we're going to be getting good matches you know really great matches yeah but i have i do have a feeling we're going to be looking at like maybe some good tag team matches and stuff like that I do feel that they they should start they should damn well start you know making the announcement for some matches now you know n- next for me next dynamite they just come on Tony Khan he loves his flipping major announcement he makes them every week you know come out next week and say right this is what match number one Wembley boom here it is even if they announce like an opener or something like that they've got to start they can't just rely on the ticket sales and just the buzz anymore you've got it you've got our attention now give us value for money it has to start happening now the thing i would be concerned about is that especially is that it's chicago this the the all-out show because that would suggest or you would imagine that they'll be lining something big up for cm punk at that show which might be a title change you would potentially think maybe a, you know his chance to become a three-time aw world champion i guess a rematch between him and mjf for that title might make some sense i yeah. guess though if they wanted to do that they could have a major number one contenders match at all in between punk and omega maybe which might might just about do it so that okay it's still a match that builds to another one but at least it's the big match that the company's got and they've been holding off doing but i you know my i keep getting this image of we went when me and tom and others went i may, maybe old man i can't remember went to i think it was the coventry sky dome for one of tna's first shows in the uk back in 2006 7 8 something around there and that had a, was a great wrestling show they had a lot of really good wrestling matches as you might imagine because they had a lot of good wrestlers and the tv at the time was dreadful because it was all russified and it was great. It was well. It was during that period where everyone was like, "TNA's rubbish on television, but you go and see a house show, and it's really great." Yeah. And I just got this vision of that about this show, the all-in show, like it's going to be seven, eight, ten great wrestling matches, but that don't mean anything. And as I said, you know, mean anything again could be a, an arguable point. I, and I, I kind of felt this when I was listening to your review of forbidden door is that the main event of that show was brian danielson versus kazucho okada and i said sort of a couple of months ago i was quite excited to see that danielson being previously one of my favorite wrestlers going or he was my favorite wrestler at one point and okada probably my favorite japanese wrestler from the time when i was watching new japan but i thought about it and i thought this was the reason i in the end didn't watch it because i was like it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean a thing it's just an exhibition match there's no context there's no sporting context there's no personal context there's no reason for it to happen no one's going to win a title no one's going to be a number one contender no one's going to get a better ranking it's not you've not even pretended it's for money it literally means absolutely nothing at least with you know omega and okada if you had been invested sorry omega and osprey if you'd have been invested in their feud in japan you could have got something from that and still invested in it Mm. but with danielson okada there's literally nothing here 
for anybody you know it's kind of like watching a pre-season friendly but the difference is that a pre-season friendly in football at least there's a reason for that to happen and that the teams are trying to trying out new formations they're showing off their new signings all that kind of stuff they haven't even got that for the okada danielson match so i would be really worried that you're going to get the same for all in which is great big match between two massive stars but don't mean nothing. No context. No reason for it to happen. No. And when I say reason, it doesn't have to be a personal war or a feud or anything. It just has to be some. Just give me a sporting context for happen. For example, if Forbidden Door, they'd have gone. Look, this is a, the World Cup of Wrestling. It's between New Japan and, and AEW. Every match counts. They got to the final match. Maybe it was four all. Suddenly, Danielson and Okada actually means something because it's, it's for bragging rights. It's not much, but it's something. But they didn't even do that. And I just thought, I'm worried that they're going to have the same attitude to all in. And the pay-per-view being the week after is just mad. I, I'm not sure we're going to get something as good as that, Ben, actually. Mm. And I, I think I think Danielson and Okada, I, I think the only reason that went on last is because the AEW guy was winning. Omega and Osprey was the main event of that show, 100%. And I don't know what... I think it was it was down to the AEW guy not winning and I think you could do you could do the thing with involving New Japan guys in this show and the fantasy booking of it is that you've got G1 to come between now and then and G1 is injury time they the, 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 the schedule is not as difficult as it used to be but let's take Will Ospreay for example if you're if you're figuring Will Ospreay into if Tony Khan's figuring Will Ospreay into this show uh, and what does Will Ospreay mean to a Wembley crowd as well as another another one? I went to see him at RevPro last night. The reaction was a bit, which I don't, the thing with Ospreay recently is he comes to RevPro sometimes and he's like baby face, slapping hands. And now he's doing like a programming RevPro where he's kind of like a tweener. No one really knows what to cheer or boo. He's coming out to Elevated, but he's a, it's, it's weird. Michael Oku is the same. You talk about people caring about outcomes, Ben. He won the British title last night or last night when we were recording and people were into that. But then I go and see him in Wimbledon on Friday and he's a heel. And I just, it's just weird. It's just weird stuff. Osprey at Wembley, I think there's enough people that understand uh, what you're going to get. And I think, but whether you get him, you've got, he's got to go through G1. He's fighting. He's supposed to be wrestling Shingo the night before at the Copper Box. What what Will Ospreay are you going to get? Also, you're right. Enough people know what you're going to get from Will Ospreay. But do enough people care about Will Ospreay? So you just talked yeah. about RevPro and there being a mixed reaction for, what, 1,500 people at your call? Yeah. You know, you're talking about this isn't the Rev Pro crowd. This isn't your independent wrestling crowd. Right. 90,000 people is more than that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't I just don't know if Will Ospreay's there. And that's not his fault. That's if, if they were going to sort of lead to a big match where he maybe went for the title, for example. Yeah. Great. But get him on. Get him on your show. Get people seeing him week in, week out. And then bigging up the fact that he's from the UK and he's, he, he, you know, he could be the national hero. But they're just not there. They haven't done that work. No, I mean, I, I think that if you could guarantee that Osprey was healthy, I think that's the way. And I'm probably biased. Come on, I'm biased. I think <laughs> I think the two matches you can do on that show that would sell you. There's one match that I, I will come to that I think would would sell you another fifteen thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand tickets, one hundred percent. And I think they could do it. I think you do Osprey and MJF in the main event, and you do it like. Drew, I didn't believe that people in Cardiff would be for Drew. I didn't believe it, but they were. They absolutely were for Drew. And I think if you build it in a certain way, you will get a smattering of MJF stuff. But I think if you build ultra babyface Will Ospreay from UK, get him everywhere on all the all the media and stuff. I think you, I don't think they'll do this. For, I don't think they'll do this at all. But that's the what I would do. 
And the other match I would have is Okada versus Omega because that will sell you the rest of your tickets because that's your dream match. They've got all the history and that's your two, that's your two on top. But what I expect we'll get is probably MJF and Adam Cole and then the winner face, faces CM Punk the following week, which I think will be MJF. What you do with the rest of the card, I don't know. I mean, could you do Punk and Osprey? I mean, that's that's a that's a, just a stupid throw-out dream match that might sell a few tickets. I don't know. I think we'll get Punk and NFTR in a sodding trios match. That's what I think we'll get. And also, yeah. if he's on the card, it'll be something shit. United Empire versus Bullet Club Gold. Who gives a shit? But you brought up a really funny thing there. You've talked about, oh, that'll, that'll sell some tickets. They don't need to. They've well, sold tens, uh, they don't. And tens of thousands yeah. of tickets. They don't need to. They, they've got no... In- that's the thing. The incentive yeah. is not there because they've got... They've got. It's going to be the biggest show they've ever done. It's going to be the biggest wrestling show on these shores since SummerSlam 92, without doubt. It's probably going to be bigger than SummerSlam 92 yeah. without even announcing a match. So what incentive is there to give then a big big match away you know and and they could they could you know tony khan could approach this as the most the biggest show in the history of the company he could go right we're gonna have mjf against will osprey as you say we're gonna have cm punk against kenny omega the the first time they'll ever face each other after everything that happened we're gonna have i don't know chris jericho in a major match maybe his last ever match in the uk or something sting in his last ever match in the uk you know really tremendously big things and everyone will be happy i'm not saying and i don't i'm not absolutely convinced they're not looking at it that way i'm just mm-hmm. saying that there's got to be a concern that they're not and there's got to be a concern that they're going well if we already sold the tickets what can we get away with I, I wouldn't underestimate the value in bragging rights and also financially of legitimately selling out Wembley stadium and i think i think the omega and okada match writes itself 30 minute draw Second you, or third from the top. Stephen, here's my question. Do you think the people who would buy tickets for that match have already not got tickets? Yeah, um, I think there's enough people in Europe that could still travel to this show or in the UK that that might be the thing that gets them over the line to, to do I want to be in Wembley Stadium? Because I, I, I ultimately think that the vast majority of these tickets that have been sold are wrestling fans that want to be at Wembley Stadium for a wrestling show. I don't, I don't necessarily think these people are diehard AEW fans. I think that it is a it is a spe- it is a historical spectacle for the ages. This show, and I, I do I, yeah I do th- I do think if they did Omega and Okada, there would be enough people out there that would whether it's financial reasons or whatever have, have been restricted from attending that would get this over the line and it'd be the most it'd be eighty you know eighty 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 five thousand plus I, I think. I mean I find that interesting because I, I do agree with you. I think there are probably general wrestling fans who want to be there because it's historic, but those wrestling fans are still not your casual or even semi-casual fans they're still people who are hardcore wrestling fans regardless of what companies they like they may not love AEW they may be into Impact they may be into New Japan they may be into Lucha Libre but they will be into wrestling hardcore heavy you know proper wrestling fanatics so I just struggle to believe that outside of the group that have already bought the tickets there is enough people to that would then go right oh wow you just added Okada and Mega you know a match that hasn't happened for what three four years or you know on a big stage potentially that you know would then fill the rest of it out and and, and I say that because also I remember seeing the New Japan World subscription figures like I mean admittedly sort of four or five years ago and they were piddly if I'm honest mm. they were really small and I'm like that doesn't suggest to me that there's a huge number of European based New Japan fans additionally on top of what are already being have already bought tickets that would go to this show I just don't I don't know but it, as I said you know maybe I'm maybe I'm underestimating it but I, I just I always think I'm always looking I'm always interested in the numbers and to me those numbers just don't add up it doesn't feel like there's that that many people left not to I, say 
that, that, that the 80,000 or 70,000 or whatever is already going wouldn't absolutely love it. I totally yeah. believe they would, but I just don't see that they would add another 10, 15,000 ticket sales. I do wonder about the legend of that match and kind of more WWE fans and maybe even people that are, because there's a lot of WWE fans that I, or WWE fans that I know that haven't really watched much else. They know who Kenny is. They know uh, who Okada is. And it's like the legend of that match. And I, and I wonder whether that's the thing to get some people face. What do you think, Matt, about this? Am I, am I barking up the completely wrong tree of all this stuff? <laughs> I, I got to be honest. Yeah, like the, if it ended up being, you know, um, Omega Okada, for, for me, I just, eh, that's the sum of my interest for that. I mean, I, I've, I've heard about how awesome it was, but again, it's, no, that's more, for me, again, that's more New Japan sort yeah. of style stuff. And that's not, not where I, I, I want to see the AEW guys, really. That's, for me, that's what should be the main event. And that's why, I, I as, as much as, you know, I, I know you're a big Will Ospreay fan, but I don't think he should have that big a role on the show either, because he's not an AEW guy. Well, you know, this, is, this is their show. They need to be the focal point. So whether that be, you know, MJF or whatever, that's that's for me how it should be. Sorry, what man. if they did Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against Punk and FTR? First time they'd fought each other since everything that went on last year. I'd be really gutted if Kenny and Punk were both in a tag. I really don't like that. Even with each other. Even with each other. Yeah. Though I think yeah, I think I do think the atmosphere for that match would be out out of this world. I don't see it. Do you know I I, I could see it being that, and considering how much of a premium that AEW puts on trios division, tag division, I, do you know I I'd be all right with that myself. Mm. I, I think don't get me wrong, I I would prefer a singles match. So in that case, the match would have to be fucking brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'd be okay with that. I feel like you'd be you'd be undersold like i feel like it wouldn't live up to what it should be this show but i still feel like that might be the compromise they come with is okay you're getting something new getting something first time you're getting something that people have been yearning for but it's not really it's not really a pay-per-view main event type no. you know we down in the dumps about all all in now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I was just when I, when you were talking about, it, I was just thinking, oh, I can't. Like I didn't know it was that close either. I thought mm-hmm. you know maybe it was a month in it or something. When you were talking about, it, I was like, oh, what are they gonna do? Like, because it will yeah. fill after the Lord Mayor show or this is the build up show. Like yeah. you know, if if they make all in spectacular, who's gonna buy all out? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should change the title at Wembley as well, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to, I think, I really think they're going to fuck us at Wembley. I really do. You know, again, if, if they did a thing where they had Punk versus Omega and then they did, to your point, Osprey versus MJF maybe, and Osprey won the title, and then they had the rematch it all out and MJF won it back. Yeah. Kerry Von Eric Texas, Texas Stadium. I think I think that's the way yeah. to go. And I think you've got Osprey. I, I know Osprey's not a not a New Japan. Uh, sorry, not an AEW guy. But as far as I know, what's going to happen next year is he's going to re-sign with New Japan, not do British Indies and do more work in AEW because he wants to live in the UK with his partner and their her son and his stepson. So that's what he wants to do. He's not going to WWE. I don't know if WWE would be. I'm sure they would be interested. It'd be a weird thing with him. But I think you've got him. You've got him if you want him. But you've got to get through G1, and it's, a, it's such a risk. His body's broken down. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, you know, it's kind of, it feels like, you, Stephen, you've been wanting it forever, this this yeah. British show. You always spoke, spoke about the gap. Like where where in the calendar should it sit? Because the gap, there's not a, there's a big gap between certain pay-per-views, and then you've got Forbidden Door, and how do you slot it in? And then they've picked a date, which is a week before their traditional spot for all out that just says to me rushed we we needed to get it in we you know we decided we wanted yeah. to do it and then just did it why is it not all out i don't i don't get it yeah I don't get it. that's true why is it Could not just all, been out? all out 
I mean, I, 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 know, I know that there's a thing with what a, t, a TNT or something. It's like their their anniversary. So I do think if you get live TV for free in the States and the UK, it's a bit like that. What was that UFC heavyweight fight that was free to air, Matt, 100 years ago? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, Junior Dos Santos and Cain Velasquez. You get a situation like that where you can get so many eyeballs on AEW looking incredible at Wembley Stadium. You do, you do throw stuff at it. And I think the TV situation will be... I presume we'll find that out pretty soon, and that will be that we'll know then what they're going. If it's some some Warner Brothers streaming thing and it's fight TV in the UK, then we're fucked. Yeah, it's a really interesting perspective, though, isn't yeah. it? You're right. If the, if they've got it like on TNT and ITV4, and you've got you know eighty thousand people, it looks phenomenal. They have they put on a great big show, and everyone's like, oh, this AEW is amazing. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But you're right. If they if they sneak it away on fight TV. It's like just like Forbidden Door, basically. Yeah. It's just a, a non or semi-canon that, uh, yeah. show, and you're like, who cares? Yep. Anyway, that is definitely all we've got time for today. One of the longer bonus episodes we've had uh, as of late. Thank you both for for kind of giving your thoughts and your opinions. We'll be back in a week's time with more WrestleMania. But until then, take care. <laughs>